Hello all, I am Infidel C and welcome to Gamecast for the week of January 31st 2021. It has been a start for this year, so without further ado, let's get into some gaming news. As always, we apologise for any mispronunciation of any names, companies or products mentioned. So Old School RuneScape is coming to Steam on February the 24th. So it's time to gather the gang and get ready to spam chat in Lumbridge. Adventurers, a free throwback MMORPG Old School RuneScape is making its way to Steam next month. Just months after RuneScape's younger, modern version made its way to Valve's Embrace, Jagex this week announced that it would be bringing the nostalgic 2007-era client to Steam on February 24th as part of the game's 20th anniversary. As per an announcement post on Steam, you'll be able to link existing OSRS accounts to pick up where you left off. Whether that was last week or a decade back, if you're new to RuneScape, you'll be able to log in directly with your Steam account. OSRS will be getting all the customary Steam faff too. So that's launching with achievements and introducing trading cards shortly after launch. I can honestly say I am excited to gather the gang again to hang in Lumbridge, getting on follow trains to Varrock and settle disputes in the wilderness. Takes me back to a simpler time. Proxies on, this, on the school computers to play in the library and looking for new proxy sites the next week once the admin found the previous set. And so with the Jagex Steam update, you should know you only have one more day to get and add Ultimate Epic battle simulator to your steam library so while you do let's get into the meat and tatties of the next topic so as part of a partnership with nfl for super bowl 55 rocket league is finally getting the other kind of football the oblong american one that's for throwing not kicking but also for for kicking i think because that's why you call it football the mode is called the Gridiron and will appear on February the 2nd and stick around until February the 8th. It's not just regular car soccer with an American football in play, the way Snow Day replaces the soccer ball with a puck, it's actually an interpretation of the rules of American football. It's far from a one-to-one -one translation, but it should be interesting. So here's how it works in Psyonix's words. Gridiron is a four-on-four. The standard Rocket League ball has been replaced with an American football. Touching the ball always attaches it to the roof of your car. If any player touches the ball, that player becomes the ball carrier, setting up the opportunity for handoffs to teammates or steals by the other team. The carrier can single jump, but double jumping drops the ball. You can also pass the ball by dodging. Each goal is three or seven points. Seven points are awarded if the ball is attached to a player when entering the opponent's goal and three points are awarded if the ball is passed in or if the ball is loose. All own goals are worth three points whether the ball is attached or it's loose. Demos require supersonic speed just like in standard modes. Stay in bounds because you'll drop the ball if you cross the line marked on the arena wall. I love how unnecessary, unnecessary it all seems. 
maybe my expectation for sponsored special events are just too bottom of the bucket, but Psionics could have added an American football to the game without changing anything else, and I probably would have been happy whacking it around for a bit before deciding it was a foolish way to play. Instead, they actually went and made ball carrying and out of bounds rules. I don't really care if it's fun. I just want to see whether it's a total mess or actually worth playing instead of casual when I'm chilling out. Again, be ready for the gridiron to appear on February the 2nd. There'll also be some new challenges that unlock a gridiron guru, player title, NFL wheels and 20,000 XP and the NFL fan pack will return to the item shop. Before we go any further, we would like to invite you, the listener, to join the TSB Gamers community. TSB Gamers is a community by gamers for gamers on any system for any video game. We only ask that you are 18 or older to join and accept our code of conduct. For more information and to join, please visit tsbgamers.org. That's tsbgamers.org. So Riot mocks Valoran hackers saying it will ban anyone who rides the cheap bus on the highway to hell. So Riot's latest blog post about Valorant reveals some of the lengths the developer is going to in order to combat cheaters. Even before the game was released, catching cheaters has been one of Riot's major priorities. Not unreasonably, given how widespread cheating has been in competitive shooters, as we've seen just this last week. Most remarkably, for the online First Strike tournament, Riot viewed every single player account because we needed to know who every player was and we had to make the precedents and rules almost as we went, deciding what exactly constitutes a disqualification and how we'd handle those. So, Matt K30 Paoletti is Riot's senior anti-cheat analyst and reckons we hit a decent mark and have learned a ton for the next one. However, the logistics of a big tournament are one thing, and day-to-day matchmaking is yet another kettle. Paoletti goes into some detail on what Riot intends to do in targeting players who cheat in matchmaking, and an amusing aspect of this is the man's utter disdain for his targets. The number of matches with a cheater is a fraction of a percent, but Riot acknowledges that this is still too high and that cheaters at the highest ranks also put a stain on the prestige that comes with reaching such heights in a highly competitive game. We saw that some players also looked to bask in the ill-gotten gains of cheaters by teaming with them. Knowing that the cheater would get banned after a few games, but they would get to reap their rewards. This type of behaviour, which can involve playing with a hack-based cheater or just a smurf account, is known colloquially as bussing. And Riot is instituting a 90-day penalty for players who participate in such activity. As well as looking into how to recalibrate ranks for the innocent players affected by the behaviour. Paletti subsequently clarified that this will be targeting boosting services in a precise manner so shouldn't affect innocent players, though of course the proof will be in the pudding. It really is funny how much Paletti dislikes cheaters though 
as he describes queuing with cheaters as riding the cheat bus on the highway to hell. Before going on to describe it is an expensive addiction. Rank should be an indicator of your skill, intones Paoletti from the mountaintop, and not your ability to pay for a service. Part of the solution is a change to how fast players can rank in placements and reducing the speed at which the radiant rank can be reached. This helps prevent cheaters from being able to blow their birthday money on a cheat, writes Paoletti, licking his lips just so they can headshot the legitimately talented player before their accounts are permanently banned. Valiant's anti-cheat software, Vanguard, has been the subject of some controversy since even before the game's release, using as it does a kernel mode driver. That kind of trade-off is up to each individual player. But it does seem to be helping Riot make cheating in Valorant A hard and B expensive. It's good to see the clear relish with which the company approaches what will be a never-ending war. As my new hero Paoletti ends though, cheaters sadly will always exist, but cheaters never prosper. And so that's where we will wrap up for today. Thanks for tuning in. If there is any gaming topic you would like us to talk about, be sure to reach out on Twitter at TSB underscore gamers or reach out to the boss man at FM James Vincent using hashtag TSB Gamecast. That is TSB underscore gamers or FM James Vincent using the hashtag TSB Gamecast. You can also reach out to us on Discord using the TSB Gamecast text channel. Visit our website at tsbgamers.org to join. We'll see you next time. So long. <laughs>